Hello and welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore with your host Shakira. I'm so excited today to just talk to you to share some things that I've been going through and with and all that good stuff uh, and to focus just on the the matter of not quitting. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. Don't quit. Whatever you do, don't quit. Just keep going because it's so easy to just put the pen down, stop the recording, um, just walk away from everything. It's so easy. But today, let's talk about how to avoid that. Let's get started and we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to I'm Not 20 Anymore. This is Shakira, your host. I'm so happy that you decided to listen to this episode. This is the end of the year episode. Yay! It's 2019 and it's all about how you're going to end your 2019. Now, I will say this episode is going to be a little transparent. I think I'm transparent on every episode, but I want to be a little more transparent because we're going into a new decade and I need to make sure that you know where I came from in these last 10 years and some things that I'm going to do and we're going to talk about some things that you can do before you go into the next year and next decade. Stay tuned. So I know it's been a while since you heard from me and I would just say I felt like this year I have been punched several times, got a black eye a few times, and then I decided to put some makeup on, get back up and do it. And that's what I'm doing right now. No, I did not physically get punched. However... The events that has transpired this year felt like it. Now, um, I am, it's the end of the year. Um, I am recording this on a weekend. So I'm sipping on a glass of wine to relax as I tell you some great stories. <laughs> now, I will say... Um, It's been nothing but a journey this year, and it's been a journey the last 10 years. Now, what's so funny is that um, I've been doing some spring cleaning. Um, I wanted to get rid of some old stuff, and I figured it's been 10 years. I really want to go through my closet. I want to go through my paperwork. I want to make sure that I have everything I need that's in order. And I don't want to bring anything into 2020 that I don't need to bring into 2020. Whether it's old photos, old paperwork, old journals. So a little bit about me. I journal. I have always journaled since I was uh, probably in middle school. Maybe before then. Whenever I could start writing. Um, I think I got it from my mom. She, I used to watch her write in a notebook often especially when she got upset. Um, So I think I, just by observation, I may have picked that up or just, I kind of like to write out my thoughts. I don't know where the concept came from as far as me starting to do it, but I did. So I have so many journals that are not fully completed. Some of them 
um, have like half halfway like half of the journal is written in and the other half is pages then I guess I moved on to another journal so I don't know what the strategy was with me in these journals but I ran across a journal and um, I had one of my sisters in the room with me and at the time I hadn't known her um and I was writing about, you know, just what God was doing and what I was excited for. And during that time and that season of my life, I had recently relocated to a new state and where I didn't know anyone. And I uh, relocated there and my then boyfriend moved in with me because I thought it was going to be a really serious situation and we were going to grow and yada, 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 get married and all that wonderful good stuff. Clearly, as I'm explaining this, you know that that did not happen because you haven't heard me say I'm married. Um, We were together for about a year and a half. And during that time, I... uh, I couldn't find a job and I found a job and it happened to be in this area. It's not a city, but it's semi city like, and I figured I'd give it a go. So I worked the nine to five. And then I, if you're not a regular person like myself, the monotony is almost like killer for you. Like just being monotonous, um, doing the same thing day in and day out. Like for me, I get bored. And I remember I used to go to my supervisors and say, I know I've been in this role for six months and I would gradually grow. Like I would get um, bump ups or like put on special tasks because they knew that I, I felt like once I mastered it, it got boring to me. So they would say, well, how can you quit? You've only been here for six months. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I mean, what else is there to learn? And for me, I always want to learn. I want to grow. I want to build. And at that time, it wasn't happening at work. And it wasn't happening at home. So then I would come home and he's there. And although I was in love with him and wanted to spend the rest of my life with him, um, we were on and off for about 10 years and lived together for almost two. And... I started to get bored with him too. (laughs) And it was like, I need more to this relationship. Like I need more happening. I need more, just more. And so between the two combinations of me being bored at work and then me being bored at home, it was like, I don't, this is not working. And I think he started to sense that as well, that I just wasn't happy as I initially was and things started to go left. Um, We amicably made the decision. uh, Well, I came home one day and he wasn't there. (laughs) And so that told me, okay, um, what are we doing? So some belongings were there and other belongings were not there. Um... And I just, I was like, okay, what are we doing? You know, so ultimately uh, we remained friends for a little while, um, but the relationship didn't go anywhere. So we had to, I, I, I feel like we both were on a different journey and it just wasn't coming together. It wasn't colliding and, or it was colliding, but it, 
we weren't on the same page or the same path. And we weren't, there was like a lack of communication. I barely knew what I even wanted from my partner. And so it just, it just didn't go over that well. And and that was 10 years ago. So I, I guess I wasn't as privy with the relationship thing. Ultimately, when he left, I was in a city where I didn't know anyone. And I kind of started to drown my emotions, my sorrows, my boredom, and everything in alcohol um, and more. And um, it just, it kind of was a, became a depressant for me. And then I realized I, I know I need God now. Like everybody's rock bottom is different. Now I was working a good job. I was getting paid good money. I didn't really have an issue with, um, my finances were okay at that time. I wasn't struggling, but, and rent was so cheap. I I wish I had it today. Um, but just want to make sure I'm still recording. Okay. Um, but the reality was I wasn't happy and I had to, I had to hit to my rock bottom, whatever that was, uh, emotionally just drowned and, and not just not in a a good place. And so, um, through the work that I did, which I worked in a call center, um, I uncovered this gentleman who was traveling for church that was in my area. And I figured, hey, maybe I should go there. Now, I don't think all my intention was all the way on God at that time. But I was like, hey, why not? Sure. So I went. um, But I told God, hey, I'm going to drown this bottle. I'm going to drown this bottle of wine the night before. And if it's meant for me to go to church, I'm going to, my body's going to ultimately wake up. And it did. Um, and I didn't have a bottle after that. Um, I, I went to that service and everything that, that, that the pastor at the time spoke, um, not at the time, cause he, he, I'm still in that same ministry, but, um, that he spoke to me. It was everything I needed to hear. And I knew that that was God. Um, It changed the course of the next eight years for me. And that kind of set the tone. Now, I definitely still had trials. I definitely faced some even harder issues um, because I was now made the decision to live my life for Christ. So I lost some friends. who didn't understand the path and direction that I was going on. I couldn't explain the direction and path I was going on um, because they didn't know me to be this person to give my life up. And I didn't know how to explain what that totally meant because things were changing and God was changing me and I couldn't fully explain it. Of course, today I can and, and I'm you know, I, I can have a glass of wine now. Um, but there was a period of time where I didn't have anything, um, because I knew where I was and what I was capable of doing. If I had that one drink, that one drink would lead to two drinks, two drinks would lead to the bottle. And then the bottle might lead to something else. Um, today is definitely not that case at all. I barely, I may have a glass of wine here and there. Um, but 
that was the journey that I was on. And this last 10 years have been very transformational for me. I learned a lot about myself, a lot about who I am, um, what I'm here to do. Um, I'm still in that process a little bit, I feel like. And I know I don't normally share this much, and I, I but I felt I feel like it's necessary. Also, I recorded side note, sidebar. I recorded a whole episode <laughs> and it didn't record. So this is my second go round. So thank you so much. Um, if I sound like I'm rushing or if I sound, um, yeah, like I'm rushing it. It's not that it's just, I I want to capture a lot of the things that I had originally said that I kind of didn't write down verbatim. So I apologize for that. Um, but my last 10 years have been very transformational. That would be the word to sum up these 10 years and, uh, life learning lessons. (laughs) Um, This year has been a lot of lessons, um, especially when it comes to surrendering and doing things that necessarily is not just for you or about you. It's for others. It's about others. And um, it takes a lot to be able to do that. Now, I do not have children. I am not married at this time. That will change. I definitely know that. Um, But I say all that to say, um, I started off 10 years ago and, and, and I mentioned the journals because I decided to throw all of those memories away. Um, now I don't know about you, like some people are, um, what is it? That's their keepsake and they hold on to things. Um, I don't, I used to hold on to a lot clearly. And I decided why I I read through some of the stuff that I said, um, 10 years ago, eight years ago, seven years ago. And I reflected upon that. And I said, wow, I had all these goals. I wanted to be married by this time. I wanted to have kids by this time. I wanted to have a house. I didn't want to have a dog. Um, Now, I actually like dogs more than I did before, but I def- that wasn't in my my to go my to do um, or my goals. Um, but I say all that to say that I had all these plans and all these things that did not happen, and I was really young and very just go getter, go setter, go everything. And now I'm 38 proudly um, and going on 39 in a few months. And things are not what I thought that they would be when I wrote them down 10 years ago. They're nothing like I thought they would be. Um, But I don't think I ever referenced what I wrote down 10 years ago. I don't think that I look back and seen that this is something that I need to keep ahead of me. I didn't. So now, 10 years later, I'm going through things and I'm like, I wrote this and I'm chuckling, I'm laughing, then I get sad. And I'm like, wow, like I was so ambitious and I wanted to do so many things and it didn't happen for me. And I kind of feel like because I lost track of what I really was so focused on doing and, and, 
and having and putting it before God to say, God, this is what my heart desires. Is this for now? Is this for later? And keeping it in front of me. But I lost track of that completely because during these last 10 years, I also lost a piece of myself and who I was and my identity. Um, totally had to be regained of who I am today. So that's that's a whole different podcast and I won't go into that right now, but I wanted to share that. Um, so things that I'm not taking with me in the next decade, I'm definitely not taking any of my journals. I'm not taking any old photographs like, oh, me and my ex or um, no, I'm taking, of course, of friends and family and, you know, and, and my goal this year is to kind of rekindle some friendships that I lost along the way that I still deemed important to me. Um, the capacity may be a little different at this point, but the, the relationship itself, I think is still necessary and for for the for my future for their future because i do believe we added value to one another um and then there's other relationships that are not gonna go anywhere um but knowing that is important and not taking everything with you so that's my thing on that so I wanted to also talk about five things that you should do before the year is up and or what you want to reflect with this new decade on the rise. I can't believe, first of all, let's just talk about this, okay? I can't believe it's about to be 2020. 2020. Now, I graduated and also it was my 20-year um, high school reunion this year. I graduated in 1999 and I couldn't believe that it was my 20-year reunion. Um, Sad to say, regretfully, I did not go to my 20-year. I wanted to, but there was just a lot of financial and just personal, just stuff going on that I just, I couldn't go. Um, And I felt like I, I hope that it comes back around, but I just, the timing was just not good for me. I, um, I did some other things during the, the weekend of the reunion, but it was great to be a part and see pictures. And and then um, my, my college sisters, um, now I wasn't in a fraternity, or, I mean a sorority or anything like that, but I just called them my sisters still. They met up and it's been about 10 years since we were in college. Well, no, it's been over 10 years since we were in college, but they had a reunion as well this year and I couldn't attend that. So I hope I get to make up some stuff next year um, that I couldn't attend this year just because I had a lot of things that was moving and shaking in my life at the time. But 2020, yay. So f- um, five things that you should do before your year is up. Number one. Ask yourself what patterns or cycles you've been through in the last year or decade. Depending upon how old you are, you may not, if you're 23, then 
don't worry about the last decade. <laughs> you were only 13. Unless you did make some some things that you want to reflect upon. But you can focus on the year. And sometimes you may want to just focus on the year. Ask yourself what patterns or cycles. So if every year around, around December you're going through a financial issue, figure out what the root cause to that is. If around September or August you're always depressed, figure out what the root cause of that is. Figure out how you can change that. Maybe um, go somewhere, change your scenery um, so that you're not in the same place every year. That might help. Be around some different people, be around some friends or family. Make sure that you're not, you know, if if it's depression, um, make sure that you're around people that love, that's going to put a smile on your face, that's going to help you during the process. Number two, what are you most proud of? And um, share some good things that you've done or you've learned this year. Um, it could be as simple as I changed my attitude. I don't go off on anybody. I don't curse anybody out anymore. Could be, um, you know, I, I'm a little more uh, tidy. <laughs> I clean up my my house often. I make sure that the kids are put to bed by a certain time. Um, I pay attention and have nightcaps with my my significant other, my spouse. I make sure that we're we're talking. I open the communication. Whatever that thing may be, reflect upon that. Be proud of that. You're getting straight A's in school. You're getting A's and B's. Be proud of that. Um, there's so many things that you can find. Just find one or two things. If you can't find a lot, if you can find a lot, write it down. Um, for me, I'm proud of the fact that I was, of how I handled a lot of the obstacles that came my way this year. Um, I am proud that I didn't give up. I may have given up on this podcast a little bit, but I didn't just completely walk away, shut down and don't talk to anybody. Um, cause I could have done that and I didn't, um, I didn't lose my mind, and if I felt like I was going in and out of sadness or that something was going to lead me to depression, I would try to combat that as best as I could. So I'm proud of that. Um, Whatever it may be, be proud of it. Stand tall in it. It don't have to be everything, but sometimes we focus on the negative or what I didn't do and what I could have done better, and it's like... You know, around this time, people are like, oh, I, you know, I need to lose weight and I need to do this and I didn't do this. And it's like, yeah, you do. You know, I know I do. But one step at a time for me, I've made that decision. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm going to take one step at a time. And right now, for me, that's focusing on what I am intaking in my body Am I having vegetables? Am I drinking water? Um, You know, how often am I eating? Am I snacking a lot? Uh, When I find myself getting into that, I know that is emotional eating. So then I'm like, let me get some water, get some something else to drink, some 100% juice or fruit so that I don't go into an emotional eating moment. 
because that has happened, especially this year. Um, but take it in steps. Your steps and someone else's steps are totally two different steps. Number three. Number three. Number three is speak what you would like to see happen for you, your family, your friends, your career, etc. Your sp- your spouse, boyfriend, babies, kids, mom, dad, all of that good stuff in 2020. What would you like to see happen? And say it out loud. You're going to say it to the world. Say it to yourself. What would you like to see happen? Would you like to have better relationships with your family? Um, Would you like to have better relationships with your friends? Would you like to not have some relationships um, or not let people have as much access to you? And I'm learning that. Um, How much access do you want to give to people? Because you don't want it to be a distraction to where you're going. So consider that you know sometimes it's too much access and you're always answering the phone and then when it comes for you to get something done that you really need to get done you don't and then you put it off to the next day because you gave everyone access to you during a time that you needed it the most um so you want to be mindful of that number four consider the things you don't want to take in your new year like for me, I, I'm not taking the journals. I'm not taking the pictures. Um, I'm also focusing on my relationship, you know, with having or not taking everyone speaking everything into me. I just kind of want to focus on what God wants and not what everybody else wants for me. Because although they may not have ill intention, That may not be what, you know, they may be giving you wrong information or wrong advice, or they're giving you advice based on what they've been through. But that doesn't mean that that's what you have to listen to or do. That's them. You're different. You know, are you taking your attitude? If your attitude is good, take it. If your attitude is nasty and you are mean to everybody and you will go off on anybody, coworker, you know, don't take it. Don't you take it. You keep it right here in 2019 right now. If you give to everybody else, you do for everybody else, you all you stretch yourself to the limit and you never do anything for yourself. Bring some selfishness into 2020. It's not a bad thing to all to be a little selfish. It's bad when you're selfish and you never consider no one ever. If you never consider no one, you never do nothing for no one. You can't give your last dollar to no one. Now, I'm not saying everybody's like me. I'm a giver. And so sometimes if someone really, really needs something and I have it, but I know I barely have it, I still give it. Um, But that's because that's just who I am. Um, So I'm not saying that, but consider what do you not want to bring in 2019? If it's people that are sucking you dry, sucking your, your, the breath out of you, they're calling, they're sucking your time, they're, don't do it. Just don't. If they're drama filled, just don't do it. I know my limits, but I just know my limits. Um, number five, 
where do you want to be in the next decade? Spiritually, naturally, physically, and emotionally. Now, I have sister friends that can be a little emotional. (laughs) They cry a lot. I love them. I'm not a major crier. (laughs) Um, But make sure you're crying for people that, or for things or people that deserve it. Make sure you're, if you're going to be angry, that you're angry for people or things that deserve it. But you can't cry for everything. And you, and, and, you know, God gives us emotions, but to laugh, to have fun, to have joy, but don't, don't let your emotions lead you to do something you shouldn't do. Um, also spiritually, you know, where do you want to be? For me, it's really just honing in on focusing on the purpose that God wants me to fulfill while I'm here. Um, and just having, you know, not just a, a, a Sunday or Wednesday experience, but an everyday experience and what that looks like for me, not for anybody else. If I had a family, then it would be, what does it look like for us? Um, I have a family, but not one that lives with me. Um, naturally, what does it look like for you naturally? Uh, what, where do you want to be now? Where do you want to be physically? I know where I want to be physically. I won't go into that because I think if you have listened to my podcast, you know where I want to be physically too. Um but that is getting to a healthier eating lifestyle, a conscious eating lifestyle, and a active, I'm not going to turn into a gym rat, but an active lifestyle that is going to get me into one or two items in my closet that still has a tag on it because I have gold clothes, Okay. <laughs> I have gold clothes. It's not a lot, but it's, it's like one or two items. Um, in, and also with number five, write, write it down. Where do you want to be in all these areas? Write it down, type it up or write it, whatever you, whatever you're comfortable with and put it up. Use a thumbtack, use a tape, tape, use state. I don't care where, what you do, but put it up somewhere visibly that you can reference throughout your year just like I said with the journaling of what I wanted 10 years ago and where I wanted to be when I was 35 which I'm 38 now or I didn't reference that I didn't keep it before me Um, I have vision of uh, this entrepreneur area that I'd like to get into and I spoke it 10 years ago spoke it uh, several years ago lost track forgot about it didn't speak it again and kind of got to a place where it was like whatever it don't have to happen but it does because it is a part of the vision that I set forth um unless God says something different Now, I know everyone's having vision board parties. Now, you can make your own vision board. Um, You can write. You can write. You can use magazine clippings. Last year, I did a vision board. I think I had podcasted about it. I didn't keep the vision board up too long because I was maneuvering and doing some other stuff. 
But if you want to write your own vision board, do it. And sometimes it can be so simple. Here's five things that I want to change. Here's five things that I want to keep. Here's five things that I want to goal for in the next few years. Where do I want to be in three years? You don't got to talk about 10, three. Because as we all know, this time thing flies. And as I listen to Dr. Miles Monroe, time does not wait for purpose. So that means that you got to get up on it and do it. And that's why I said I put some makeup on and I'm doing it. (laughs) And I hope you're doing the same. I wish nothing but the best, whether you celebrate Christmas or you do not celebrate Christmas, you celebrate Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, any of the us, um, please, by all means, be safe, spend time with your loved ones, and um, we're going to do this again in 2020, better, consistent, and when I have some stuff that's launching and coming out, under the I'm not 20 anymore brand, because that is coming soon. Um, do know that you'll be the first to know. And if you're not following, follow me on Instagram at I'm not 20 anymore. The 20 is a number. Um, you can email me at I'm not 20 anymore at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook at I'm not 20 anymore think I'm going to get rid of the Facebook page. I'm not active. I do not have this huge gigantic team behind me. So keeping up with my personal page, my public page, my Instagram page. Um, yeah. And I believe a YouTube page is coming soon. So stay tuned. Uh, then you'll get to see me. I'm not too happy about that, but uh, it may be something that's certain. It may not be. I'm not 20 anymore YouTube page though. So I'm still going back and forth. I will let you know. Either way, stay blessed. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful end of 2019. Peace. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, laughed a little, and most importantly, learned a lot so that you can apply it in your week. If you're not already, please follow me on I'm Not 20 Anymore on Instagram and on Facebook. And don't forget to share this great information with your friends and family. Until next time, stay blessed, keep growing, and live every day fulfilled because, girl... You are not 20 anymore.